I get a hot take for a KCOU bumper? KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia, Missouri. Start your Sunday in the month of June. So add really? that to your bingo card. That's awesome. I'm it's glad to be here. our first show in about a month. Uh, haven't had much going on. David, welcome back. You're a friend of the program. Yeah, you know, I'm glad to be here, Harry. It's been a, it's been a cool summer so far. Just a couple of us hanging out in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, a lot of trips to B-dubs. A lot of trips to B-dubs. You know, we love the people at B-dubs. They're great people. Uh, and it's been a good time so far. But uh, without a lot of sports going on, all we have to do is just talk about it. We made a joke here. We have to start your Sunday every single every single week at beat up. We just talk about the NFL. That's that's like basically it. Uh, happy Father's Day to out there. The June 19th, Juneteenth holiday, of yeah, course. Of course. To acknowledge. Uh, but yeah, there's you mentioned not a lot of sports going on right now. We the NBA has wrapped up. We have an NBA champion. It's the Golden State Warriors. We'll leave it at that. We. Honestly, basically have a, uh, a NHL Stanley Cup champion at this point in the Avalanche. Really. We ba- Avalanche we of goals do. last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're two wins away from the title. Uh, if you ask the Yankee fans, they've the World Series has apparently already been won, considering they're the best team in baseball through 65 games. Good so for them. Congratulations, congratulations to them. New York Yankees 2022 World Series champions. That's what their fans want to act like. But yeah, but today we, uh, we'll, we'll stick to our roots, NFL, college football, and not a lot of NFL news lately, so what we had about a month ago, which we never got into the show because the studio was closed for a little bit, now it's back, we're rolling. NFL schedule came out in the past month. I want to do something where we kind of break down our 10 favorite games on the schedule, the 10 games kind of we're most anticipating. David has his top 10 list. I do. What we're going to do is David's going to talk about his top 10 and I'm going to kind of react because I have not seen his list whatsoever. Um, he's going to list off his top 10 Give his explanation, yep. and I'll react, and then we'll get to some honorable mentions after. So, David yeah. Campbell, the floor. You're, you're playing wow. point. You're playing point guard today. I'm, I'm okay. handing the the keys to the car to you. Am I like a true point guard, like, like Christopher Paul, or am I like you, Steph Curry? Uh, what do you want? I'll be um, Lonzo Ball, please. Okay, Lonzo Ball, point guard one. Give me your. PG1. Do you have any honorable mentions or? Vikings Packers week one is an honorable mention. Okay, so uh, let's get to your number. I'm a little 10. biased. No, I'm kidding. Uh, as, as, a Vikings, as a Vikings Packers fan, I didn't write any honorable mentions down, but there, are, I mean, there's a million games to look at the NFL schedule and think, oh yeah, this is gonna, this could be a game. You know what I mean? One that I didn't put on there, but that was one of the best games last year was uh, Chargers Raiders. Yeah, they play week one. They do. They played a couple. They played a Monday night game in about week four. There's last only a year. few good games week and then one. The Sunday night game. There's only a few good games week one, and that is one of them. So. Well. Is the Dolphins Patriots game not a? That's a good game too. I, I think a few. I think it's Vikings, Vikings, that, Packs, Dolphins, Patriots, and then Chargers, Raiders, and Chiefs, um, Ch- Chiefs, Chargers, Cardinals. Chiefs, well, not the, Chiefs, Cardinals. The, yeah. uh, the Dolphins have beaten the Patriots three consecutive games, I know. which is the first time in probably more than like twenty years. Is that in New England? Week one's in Miami. 
Oh, that's how it's, so it's flipped it's around. Three straight wins for Miami. The two when the two have played, mm-hmm. that's like three more in the last like I know twenty years. Which Ethan Cole. Shout speaking out of twenty years, the last time the Dolphins you know have won a playoff. What are we joked about? What are we doing here? You know, what we joked about how like the Bengals like had to win a Super Bowl, had to win a playoff game with like the text message. You remember that? Thing yeah, at all? yeah. The Dolphins are like. Relatively like, close to that. Yeah, they, it's, been, like, it's, it's the first text. That was like five years after the Bengals won it, so Dolphins pressure on you. David, Let's get to your list. Number 10, it's it's my earliest game on here. It's week two. It's a Thursday nighter. It's Chargers at Chiefs, which could be a little high for some people, but that game was both of them, I think, were a ton of fun last year. Chargers won in KC. Chiefs returned the favor in L.A. with a great Thursday night game. Um, that was the same night I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. So it was a great night all around. And Chargers Chiefs in KC Week 2, that's my first game. Yeah, so they played a Week 3 game last year, 31-24 win for the Chargers, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That was like a weird game for the Chiefs because Mahomes just kept throwing interceptions. And they eventually kind of got back into it. But at the end of the day... It wasn't day, necessarily Mahomes' fault, though, I want, I want to phrase. And they, I think they had a, li- a late drive at the end, if I'm not mistaken. The Chargers went down and won it. And then they played a really wild game on a Thursday night back in L.A., Yep. And there were some goal line stands in there, and Travis Kelsey had a long touchdown at the end of the game to seal it. There were some tackling miscues. And there was, there was a, a pretty scary injury to one of, of the course. Chargers tight ends, I remember, early in the game. Jared Cook? Uh, it may have been Parnum, I Don, feel Donald like. Parnum, you're right. Maybe it was, it was, it was Parnum, totally maybe. Donald Parnum. And it was just Mahomes and Herbert showing off why they're the, the two faces of the AC, a, really AFC are. along with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, the obviously. ACC, no. Yeah, well, You're absolutely right. They are, they are the two faces of the But yeah, that's going to be a great Thursday night game here in Kansas City. That's mm-hmm. their first home game of the year. It's going to be loud. We know what Arrowhead at night looks like. And you thought about going, Harrison. If, we'll see. And if the Chargers are really that team, this mm-hmm. is you know a chance to go to Arrowhead and win three straight years. Yeah. Here's my number nine, which is my only Vikings game on the list. So I'm sorry for all the Vikings fans out there. It's a game that actually you, Harrison, always say every single year. Like these, When these teams play, it's a good game. And you know what that is? Cowboys Vikings week yeah. eleven. That's a Sunday night game. We said week ten. That's not week eleven. That's not week. It's not a night. It's an afternoon. It's three okay. twenty-five. Week eleven. I hopefully will be in attendance. I. That's the one game I've circled more than any. It's just that when the Cowboys come to town, wherever they go, it's very very expensive. Well, that's at the same time as actually Chiefs Chargers round two. So I'm not really? sure that's going to be the spotlight CBS game that week. Unfortunately, it'll be the spotlight Fox game. That game's on CBS. Oh, yeah, Cowboys Vikings on CBS. Yeah, it's the same time as well. At the same time as Chiefs Chargers. So we're getting who are we getting? Greg Gumble? Uh, there's there's a decent chance. Oh man, hopefully it's be hopefully it can be flexed. What's the Sunday night game that week? Bengals Steelers. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, there's a decent chance. I would. I, I hope it's flexed, man. I want to go so bad. And also, it just leads into one of the best sports weeks of all time. You know why, Harrison? Yeah, that's, that's the Sunday, World Cup. Yeah, Sunday is Cowboys Vikings. Next day, USA plays at one a.m. and the white. Sorry, one p.m. over in Qatar, um, going up against I think Wales. It's pronounced Cutter. I think it actually is pronounced Cutter. But four a.m. that day is Senegal Netherlands. And I got to say, Harry, I don't know if you will be, but I will be awake to watch what Senegal time is Netherlands. That game? Four a.m. Central time. Central time. So, so five Eastern. That seems a little early. Yeah, I know. What? No. Yes. Five, no. Are you no. saying that's not early? No. 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 I'm. 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 I'm Dude, I think you're wrong. It's 3 a.m. No, you have it wrong. If it's 4 Central, it's 5 Eastern. Yes, it is. I'm crazy. But back to the Vikings-Cowboys game. Back to game. the Vikings-Cowboys game. Last year, they played an Bro, awesome I game. Just, that, was, that, was, that was really sad. We had sad our Cowboys friends over watching. We did. Uh, we had a, we had that, was like, that was the Cooper room. Rush game. And he threw the winner to Amari Cooper. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just I you know, recollecting my thoughts. and The Vikings offense what, Why was the Prescott ball? not playing? That was like the he only game he didn't play. He was totally hurt. 
He was there. He was on the sideline. I remember watching him all the time. Played the year before, and it was a comeback drive from Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Andy Dalton. To CD Lamb. So I feel like Cowboys beat the Vikings two straight years at US Bank. And they but played a Sunday night game ago, in 2019. And the Vikings won that game. Something like that. Kirk was awesome in that game. There was a Hail Mary attempt from Dak Prescott that was nearly a touchdown. Intercepted by, do you know who? Curse. J. Ron Curse. Yes, who let's be- go. End up becoming a Cowboy the next season. That's a true story. No, well, that was just, just last fun games those two play. They played in the division round game, I believe, in two thousand nine. Yep. But those two teams that play in a dome, and just I, I, that's an exciting game. I'll be looking forward to. I think you will be also. I will obviously be looking forward to that. Um, let's move on here. Two. Chiefs at Bengals week uh, thirteen. Rematch of two games last year that were both magnificent. The Bengals won in Cincinnati to win the AFC North. They then met in the AFC Championship when the Bengals won again. So you obviously know the Chiefs have this date circled. And the Bengals are looking to, you know, still prove that they're the top dog in the AFC, which many people don't think they are. Um, But I would say even more people think the Bengals aren't even a top three team in the AFC before putting them in the top three. This is a really good week. Yeah. Week 13, I'm just going to list off a couple games. The Thursday night game is Bills-Patriots, which were a playoff game from last year. We have Titans-Eagles, which is an A.J. Brown kind of revenge game. We have Broncos-Ravens, which, you know, those two those could, could be some of the best teams in the AFC, possibly. Um, it could be. I completely agree. Like, I don't—I'm going to say this game for, like, one specific reason. Like, there could be a chance that this game has no meaning to it. But Browns Texans could be Deshaun Watson going back to Houston if Deshaun Watson is playing. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more rumors now that he's going to get suspended for the full season. Yeah, so it's, what that game would be relevant. Those are yeah, two totally, the worst so, teams so in the AFC. I think so too. Seahawks Rams isn't awful. Dolphins 49ers is a good game, and then Chiefs Chargers and Col- Mike McDaniel versus Chiefs the old team. Raiders or Chargers Raiders, uh, Colts Cowboys is the night game, and Saints Bucks is on Monday night. So that's an awesome week. But to the many game you mentioned, the Chiefs and Bengals. The Chiefs led by double digits in both games. How many times in Patrick Mahomes' career has he lost a game where he led by double digits? It has to be twice. <laughs> you know, I, I can probably count it on one hand. Where mm-hmm. usually when they score thirty points, it's, it's automatic over. they win. Yeah. They, they were up double digits. They were up, what seventeen points in the first game, and the, or the second game, the first game up fourteen points yeah, on multiple like occasions. And mm-hmm. Jamar Chase had a breakout. And Jamar Chase was Chase. I don't think did that much in the second game. There mm-hmm. was a Samaji Pirine screen pass he took to the end zone. Yep. That really sparked the comeback. T. Higgins had a big play. They had an interception by one of their defensive linemen. It was B.J. Hill. Yeah. B.J. No. And then Um, then wrong show. Jesse Bates. Yeah. It was Bates with a pick at the end in the overtime? I don't think so. Uh, It was the other safety. It was um, Von Bell. Bell. It was totally Von Bell. It was a deflection and Von Bell off the hole. Bates was Bates was the one who was in the coverage as well. But yeah, Bell. that's that's early December in Cincinnati. As someone who went to Cincinnati in early December last year, it's going to be cold there. Yeah, uh, it's going to really electric atmosphere at the Jungle. And I think yeah. that's going that's going to be another great game. It's a yeah. 4:30 CBS game. Yep. Uh, Burrow versus Mahomes round three. Uh, number seven, I have another late. I have, the next two I got are very late in the season, but it won't be cold. It will not be cold in these games. Because they're either indoors or in a warm weather place. Week seven, we're continuing with the Bengals. They travel to Tampa Bay and play Tom Brady and the Bucks. Week fifteen. I think everyone's going to compare this game to a different late season, somewhat late season match that we saw last year in Bills Buccaneers, which was high flying overtime. Allen was awesome. Brady wins it with Brashad Perriman at the end. And I that think was one of my favorite uh, games. In the it was totally. Last year. We were watching the movie theater or movie movie room of Elevate Two Thirty One on a crooked projector. That but, was a Buccaneers minus three yeah. and a half miracle. 
And I got to say, this Bengals-Buccaneers game could be the exact same thing. I think if Burrow and the – I think at this point the AFC North is still going to be up for grabs. Yeah. And for the Buccaneers, I think the one seed's going to be up for grabs. So both teams are going to, you know – I mean, this is potential. I mean, obviously everything's potential at this point. But, hey, I'm going to put it out there. I'm not saying – I obviously will not pick this to happen, but potential Super Bowl matchup here. That's not far-fetched whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I love the comparison to that Bills Buccaneers game, where that's you know an AFC team yep. coming down to Tampa in that warm weather. It should be warm on December eighteenth, I think. And it's it's gonna be a fun one. Brady is gonna be what forty five years old uh, when the season starts. The, I remember a lot of you were trying to compare Joe Burrow to Tom Brady, either at LSU or last year, and this will be mm-hmm. the first time that the two are gonna match up. Probably maybe the first and only time. I wouldn't question that with Tom Brady. You never know. He Especially the new, NF- the new scheduling format. Like, there's a chance they could play again in two years. They could. It depends on, like, you know. Tom Brady playing at 47 years old. Wouldn't Cra- crazy. Him. But it's going to be uh, Jamar Chase versus that great mm-hmm. uh, secondary with Carlton Davis. And both teams had some like, good signings. Or the Buccaneers had. They brought in, what, Russell Gage and Logan Ryan. Akeem Hicks. Akeem Hicks is the name I was going to mention next. And it's that definitely could be a, a Super Bowl mm-hmm. preview. And. It's a tough test for the Bengals, especially late in the year. You mentioned how yep. the, every team is in play to win that division, the AFC North possibly, and you know every game matters. And again, a game that difficult that late in the year could have some impact. There's a handful of like, I think each year there's a handful of uh, interconference, uh, you know, AFC versus NFC matchup that's like really good. Like obviously Colts Cardinals last year was one that was like another you know AFC versus NFC matchup. It was a good game. Same with B- Bengals uh Buccaneers this year, Bills Buccaneers previous year. This year I think the Vikings and the Colts are going to be a good game late in the year. Just didn't put it on my list. Number 6, week 16. So my last my latest matchup of the year cuz week 17 and 18 are always hyped up games. It's just kind of tough. Number 6, I got Broncos at the Rams. Broncos at the Rams. The Broncos you think are going to be fighting for a playoff spot around this time. Yeah. I think they'll be in, but not clinched yet. Um, and the Rams going up against Russell Wilson once again. I mean, Russ against this team that he's played so many times over his entire career can't escape him just quite yet. Of course, he's playing the uh, the NFC West division again. Yeah, I wish Von Miller was still on. Uh, I like something automated. That'd be a ton of fun. A little more interesting, but he's on uh, Buffalo mm-hmm. now. Obviously, this game is going to be like I. I'm so, the three Christmas Day games. I'll just. Do you have any other ones on? I have, that's the only Week 16 okay. game I have. So is Broncos. the Christmas Day slate is Packers at Dolphins early. It's a good game. Broncos at Rams, and then Bucks Cardinals, which are yeah. all they're like, all I, games. I think all six of those teams will be vying for a playoff spot mm-hmm. that late in the year. The Cardinals won't be, but yeah, maybe. And then you know we don't know if Miami or Denver will be. It's true, but it's true. that game is. We don't know, know if Green Bay will be. You know, honestly, yeah, here. Green. You know, <laughs> they only have Aaron Rodgers, but they don't have the not the point. We get right, we get right, to Green right, Bay right. for an hour. But we I have think, an hour. Uh, it's true. Russ versus the Rams. Russ versus Bobby Wagner. Yeah. That, Two I, Seattle icons going up against it on different teams now. Sorry, Ethan Pascal. It'll yeah. be a tough game for him. The Seahawks definitely not playing on prime time this week. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, sorry, Ethan, but the Seahawks are not going to be my top five. So this you can is, stop watching. The, the, the Rams are... Like the, the, obviously, the defending Super Bowl champions, and they're going to get all these yep. spotlight games and home. Oh home. yeah, Dude, and this is now the basically the, the NFL competing the Rams, with the man. NBA because the NBA used to be all over Christmas, and now the NFL yeah. is throwing three games in there. It's true. Look, are you am I going to want to watch a, a Broncos Rams game or a like a Celtics Bucks? No, game? you're, you're going to want to watch this. Like, I'm going to want to watch the that, NFL, and then right after that, right here, you're going to watch. After that, you're going to watch Grizzlies going to Golden State. Yeah, did that, you see my, be, my yeah, prediction for that? That's going to be Christmas Day. I is, think is that Christmas could be 5 State. for 5 on those Christmas Day predictions. You could? 
Did you see what my five were? I didn't tweet it. No, I didn't see it. I know Grizzlies Warriors. Like I'm, that's a lock after like what Draymond and Ja are saying. We've, we're, we've completely zacked NFL the NBA schedule. That's fine. I've said that. Here's my Christmas Day slate. Okay. The early, the noon game is 76ers at Nets. Yeah. The 2:30 slate is Bucks at Celtics. Okay. The 5 p.m. game is Grizzlies Warriors. Okay. The 8 p.m. is Lakers Clippers. Yeah. And the 10:30 is Heat Suns. Oh, I like that a lot. That's actually probably going to happen too. S- send no, it into the NFL. You know, I got one one change. Maybe I think they're going to try and put Luca on Christmas that, Day. It was either Luca or the Suns. Yeah, but you're not going to put the, the Suns don't deserve a Christmas Day game after what what we saw last year. Um, also, I think if the Nets move on from Kyrie Irving, I, yeah. think, I think the Bulls. But take it's still Durant. Spot. I think the Bulls take that spot. Maybe. Tr- trust the process when they sign Levine. Anyway, well, let's go to number six on your list. Number five. Five. Top five time. The Rams continue and rematch of an awesome game last year. Week nine, this year, Rams, Buccaneers in the NFC Divisional round last year. Stafford pulled off a great throw to Cooper Cup. Tom Brady led a miracle comeback that we we both thought, like, this is scripted. Like, how in the world? One of the great comebacks. One of the great I've comebacks. I've never seen a losing team pull off. That was one of the greatest comebacks I think I've ever seen that they didn't win exactly. I completely agree. Like, it just fell short. But they were, I mean, the Rams dominated. Wow. Rams had no business 40, losing that 40 game, minutes of that game, maybe? Maybe more. 50. 50, honestly. And then it was like, oh, they're about three scores. Buccaneers score here. It was Leonard 27 Ford. to 3. They scored again. Leonard Fournette. Oh, my God. They're about to do another 27 3, another 28 3, like the Super Bowl. And then Cooper and Cup. And then Cooper Cup up the seam. The Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. And then Stafford puts a ball right in his basket. And then Greg Zerline, who. It's the guy to make clutch kicks. I'm sorry, not Greg Zerline. I meant to say Matt Gay, too. I meant to say Matt Gay. I literally was thinking Matt Gay. Greg Zerline came out. Because I was thinking Saints-Rams. But no. Matt Gay. Another great game. Another great game. Matt Gay uh, with with the clutch kick. And the Los Angeles Rams moved on and played the Niners at home. But that was was a great game. That was a Stafford masterclass, as we'd say. I don't know if this is designed by you or if it's designed by the NFL schedule. A lot of these games you have are like the 430 games. Or the fourth the window. The NFL. Like they, the NFL loves putting the spotlight games on that time. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is another one, Rams. Bucks. I only have two divisional like, division games, too. I, I thought you were going to make a comment about that because, don't get me wrong, I love seeing these, like, you know, I love seeing Packers, Vikings, or like, a, you know, like a Steelers, Ravens. Those games are always a ton of fun. But we get them all the time, and they're always instant classics. Yeah, they're a little I want to have, like, unique. You know, I want to have, like, powerhouses that, like, don't play each other all the time. Yep. Well, the Rams and Bucks played on the Monday night game two years ago. That was a touchdown win yeah. for the Rams. Remember Tom Brady threw Great the ball game. twice. Yeah. Uh, not, that was kind of the – I look at that as the game was Tampa kind of turned around their season, but before the Chiefs game. So that was a game where – that was a loss they kind of had where they mm-hmm. needed to realize kind of who they were. They didn't play last year before the divisional round. Yeah, they did. They played in LA. Oh, that was week three. Yeah, okay. Stafford, Stafford yeah, that was dominated. the same day as the Patriots Saints game. So yeah, they played a week three game, I think 44-26, something like that, where the Rams Rams thirty-seven. like – no, I was, I'm thinking 37-20, but that was the Cardinals-Rams The Rams game. looked like one of the best teams in football. in football. They obviously were, but that was like their coming out party. Deshaun Jackson yeah. had a long touchdown in that game. Brady wasn't great. No, he wasn't good. Uh, Tampa, he just wasn't getting a lot of help. And, uh, that was the game that Stafford and the Rams put themselves in the map and obviously led to the Lombardi. So mm-hmm. Tom Brady 0-3 against the Rams in a Buccaneers uniform. What are the it's odds of also 0-4? Number four. It's, this is my other, only other divisional round game. And it's the it's the game to decide the AFC North, in my opinion. If, if Deshaun Watson does get suspended, and that is the Bengals and the Ravens at Baltimore Week Five. I went early in the year because these two teams met 
somewhat early last year, and Burrow and Chase just obliterated Baltimore. Yeah. And it was an absolute demolishment of a football team. And the Ravens will have Lamar fully healthy once again. Um, they'll both, I think, be either 4-0 or 3-1 uh, and going into this Week 5 game. I think both teams are going to be loaded and want this one badly to kind of take the early advantage in the AFC North lead. Well, Baltimore is definitely a lot more healthy, we will assume, this time around. Remember you hope so. how many injuries they had last year. I don't want to say it impacted that game specifically, but mm-hmm. definitely think their season overall. Baltimore would have had a much better season if not for all of the JK, Gus, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters. Yeah, like no Marlon no Marla Humphrey season. to guard Jamar Chase. That's one of the yeah. better corners in the league yeah. against one of the better receivers in the league. So it'll be interesting. I, I'm excited for that one. Uh, that's a Sunday night game from Baltimore. Those games are always – the Ravens, when they wear their blackout uniforms, yep. is always, they always wear those on Sunday night. Yep. And Joe Burrow going out there. I have – there's a Saints I, – I have some a game that I've listed – I have a different Bengals game I don't think you're going to have. We'll talk about that one later. Bengals and New Orleans. Yeah. That, that, I thought about that one, but I think the Saints aren't going to be very good this year, and I do think the Bengals just go down there and, and kill them. I really do think that, even though, obviously, Jamar and Joe in New, in, in Louisiana, again, is going to be so much fun to watch. I mean, the LSU fans there are going to pack the house. Yeah, like I had that game as one of honorable mentions. That's a 1 o'clock CBS game in week mm-hmm. 6. That's gonna be so a right after, right after Bengals Ravens. So that's gonna be a fun game. Uh, give me your top so four, top, top, top three. three, top three. Number three, I think this is a game that everyone's gonna have circle on their calendar. I don't have it at one because I don't think it'll live up to the hype as it did the last time. Maybe the greatest regular season game of all time back in 2018 as the Rams at Chiefs Week 12. So that game's out here. Mm-hmm. Is that the same week as the World Cup? That's yeah. That's Sunday. So that week is the greatest week of sports. Let me ever, just man. like break it down <laughs> for Fox's standpoint. Yeah, oh my Fox God. is getting, unless I'm just completely mistaken, they're getting Cowboys Giants on Thanksgiving at on Thursday, mm-hmm. USA England on Black on Friday. Friday, Michigan Ohio State on Saturday, and then Chiefs Rams on Sunday. Oh my. God, all on the same network. That is like they're gonna make so much money. <laughs> That's gonna be insane, Harry. Well, Eagles, Eagles, Giants is like kind of like your your appetizer. Cowboys, you go, Giants, yeah. So, sorry, Cowboys, Giants, like your appetizer. But it's like your uh, the Dallas Thanksgiving game. It doesn't matter who they play. The game is good. always good. Let me, let me let me just wait. I got I got some here. If you let me, you know, you can break it down like a, like a Thanksgiving meal. You got your. You're the expert here. You're your Cowboys. Okay, come on. <laughs> you got your Cowboys Giants on Thursday. It's like your appetizer. You know, what's a good, what's your favorite Thanksgiving? You, you celebrate Thanksgiving, Harrison? I don't know if you do or not, do Yes. Dude, what's your favorite, like, early thing to eat? Just kind of snack on the a little cornbread. bit. Before? The cornbread. The cornbread. Like a cornbread. I was thinking maybe a bread roll as well. You go on a Friday. I mean, that's USA England. In my opinion, that's the best game of the whole weekend. Uh, and you're well, getting, I'll, I'll agree. You're getting your turkey. This is like your, your juicy white meat turkey, beautifully salted. And if you like some stuffing as well, not for me, but I know that people do. Go I ahead. Do. I was gonna say like, like this game is this is like ultra rare turkey. Like how yeah. often do we get a USA yeah. World Cup game? This is and, like, and, and it's England as well. Two yeah. of the, you know, the, the greatest the, a rematch ever. of seventeen seventy six. Yeah. And then in Saturday, you, this is where you get like all the other good stuff in Michigan, Ohio State. This it's like college your, football. It's like you a cranberry. You get this yep. every year. Yep. Mashed potatoes, corn. You know, and you're gonna have something weird in there because it's gonna be a weird matchup. If it's snowing again. You might have your mac and cheese in there. You never know. And then, of course, on well, Jackson Sunday. Smith and Jig was going to be yeah, playing. So. At Sunday, you get Rams, Chiefs. This is your pie right here, whatever flavor you like, because it is just phenomenal. It's going to be one of the best NFL games of the season. 
like I said, a rematch of maybe the greatest early season game of all time. We're this is one of the best analogies you've ever made. This is. I, I, I think so, too, Harry. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, this, I, I, this game was phenomenal back in back in L.A. That, at the Coliseum. It's not going to live up to that it hype. Won't, it won't. But, but Stafford versus Mahomes. He easily could have been the Super Bowl last year from Arrowhead. It's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. Yep. And we'll see if the, the Rams can do it again against them. Week two time. Not week yeah. two. Sorry, number two. I have an uh, interesting matchup. A, a team making their first appearance on this list at number two. And it's an interesting game I have here. And I don't like this team, Harry. It's Green Bay going to Buffalo in week eight. Rodgers and Allen. We saw the matchup uh, in the match. Not against you. Well, they were against each other. Yep. It was Rodgers and Brady Rogers versus. Rodgers the winning punt. Yeah. Rodgers and Brady, uh, Brady versus Mahomes and Allen. And we're getting a, a rematch of Rodgers and Allen, but this time on the on the gridiron in Buffalo. That's a Sunday night game. I can't think of. Was there a Sunday night game in Buffalo last year? Because off the top of my head, I can't I think of, of one. Because they played one in the COVID year against Pittsburgh. That's true. But obviously no fans were there. A I Sunday night game. They played a Monday against New England, I should say. Mm-hmm. But a Sunday night game in that stadium mm-hmm. against Aaron Bleeping Rodgers <laughs> is going to yeah. make for some of the – and that I think those are two of the six best teams in football. Yeah. I think Buffalo I, is the best team in football. I think Buffalo is, yeah, the best team in football. I don't know if I'm, I, and Green Bay is the lowest in that tier for me. And I know that you can say whatever you want, David, about I hate the team, whatever, whatever. That's true. Uh, the bottom line is they did lose the best team in the NFL. And they didn't really replace them. They didn't really replace them. They replaced them with Christian Watson, who we both hate. Um, I think that Green Bay will still be good. I think it'll be like a 5-2 and two team going into this game. And, uh, yeah, they need a big, it'll be a, big, a big chance to win. Packers just have some road games like every single year. Where like they go to AFC teams. How many big games did Diggs have against Green a ton, Bay? A ton. So this is him he getting them. Ton of big These games. two played in 2014, yeah, late in the year, and They're, Buffalo yeah. beat them at home. Buffalo wasn't very good back then. Yeah, I mean we know this. Yeah. I don't know who their quarterback was that game. It may have been EJ, EJ Manuel. Manuel, but week 14, 2014, Fancy. Green Bay lost the game at Buffalo. This is their first trip since. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know it's just uh, they 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 met each other in 2018. I believe Green Bay won in 2018. Yeah. Because the Bills beat the Vikings in 2018 in Minnesota. Let's get to your number one. Number one. You might be able to guess it. Chiefs-Bills. It is. Bills at Chiefs. And I know it's a week six game. And I know the team, the time they met last year in the regular season, it sucked. But this was the best game of the year last year in the AFC Divisional round. Bills went to KC. And it was one of the best football games I've ever watched, like genuinely, probably the best football game I've ever watched in my entire life, and there was a handful of those last year. I mean, if I made a top ten list of all the best games I've ever seen in my entire life, like, three of them are last year. Three, of them, two of them are at least last year. Raiders, Chargers, but Bills, Chiefs in KC. Josh Allen gets his rematch. Mahomes been talking a little smack to you at the match. Obviously, what's like your biggest? Mahomes fear? called the MVP. What's your biggest fear? A coin flip. You know what I mean? He said that. Mahomes said that about uh, Josh Allen's biggest fear, and I think that. Mahomes is going to uh, have to defend his words. I think Allen's going to get a chance to get his revenge. And this is going to be a game where this is like, who has the upper hand to get the one seed in the AFC? I mean, we, a lot of people don't think the Chiefs are going to be... A lot of people don't think the Chiefs are going to be as good as they usually are just because the AFC West is loaded. And the AFC is, in general is very loaded. Like, there's literally no weeks off in that conference. But for Bill's Chiefs, this is like two... Two, like the two quarterbacks that are going to dominate the NFL for maybe the next 10 years. And there's another chapter in their story. I have a couple games listed on here. So I think you didn't mention a lot of these. We talked about the Bengals and Saints game. 
Week one, Bills Rams. The the kickoff I game. I down just because I feel like every single week that's an amazing game. Yeah, no, I bet. Last I bet. year it was awesome in Cowboys Buccaneers. Yeah, what a game that was. But I think Bills and Rams, two of the best teams, the two best teams in the NFL, two yeah. of the best three teams in the NFL. I, I how often do we I say about two, two teams playing in the first game of the year, possible Super Bowl preview? Yeah, week one, first game of the year, potentially the last game of the year. Week three is a 4:30 game on Fox between the Packers and Buccaneers. Their first Good meeting game. since the NFC title game. Rodgers yeah. versus Brady. How many more times are we going to get that? Week four, the next, be my list. the next week from the same stadium, the rematch of the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and Buccaneers on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the, the thirty-one to nine Super yeah, Bowl. So Chiefs Bucks chapter three in Tampa Bay. So chapter three in Tampa Bay. Brady Mahomes six, something like that. Uh, yeah. Week seven, Chiefs at 49ers, another Super Bowl rematch from the Bay. Yep. Trey Lance versus Patrick Mahomes. Hopefully the first of many matchups or a handful each day in his career. I would think so. And you know, plenty of other games mentioned the Raiders, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Uh, I'm looking forward to some of the Raiders, Chiefs games. Uh, there's a Sunday night game in Denver between the Chiefs and I'm just mentioning a lot of Chiefs games right now. It feels like every game they play is is awesome. Uh, She's got a tough schedule this year, man. Chiefs got a really tough schedule this year. Yeah, a char- there's a Chargers Niners Sunday night game. Yeah, I, I looked at that one too. It'll be fun. Be a good game. Uh, I'm just flipping through a couple more that I may have missed. Buccaneers out of the 40. I'm, it keeps saying the same like three teams. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I know, I'm going to say the, one of the teams again, but a Sunday night game on New Year's Day, Rams at Chargers, Battle for LA. Yeah, the Battle for LA. And then the next day, the Monday night game is Bills Bengals, which could be like that. I've, you for know, the Rams one Chargers, you know, it, the best part about that game is, you know, the, not even the Battle for LA, it's Battle for the seats. Who can get there the slowest and uh, who can actually fill the stadium? Because my guess is neither team. San Fran fans are actually looking at that game and might go up to that one. Yeah, like they, they sold out. And then we also mentioned the two uh, Rams-Niners rematches. Let's hit the break. That was fun. Uh, we'll do maybe some SEC football preview and some other talk coming up after the break. KCOU 88.1 FM, start your Sunday. Columbia is KCOU Sports Saturday. Tune in right here on KCOU 88.1 FM Columbia for all-day sports talk starting at 9 a.m. Cap off your Sports Saturday with coverage of Mizzou football from the student voice of the Missouri Tigers. Don't just Saturday, KCOU Sports Saturday. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man, mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man, mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, man, mm, man. Playing the old a different girl every day of the week. It's cool, not trying to put it on you. I had to let you know that I got a crush on you. And the new. Beautiful morning. Get a sun in my morning, babe. Nothing in the water. We're at KCAU FM Columbia. Welcome back to KCOU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday. Harrison and I, David Campbell here. Not, no Grant Salzman, which is why we could not play Poker Face. Yeah, Poker Face is a great song. Sorry, Grant. We're now saving it only for special occasions after the last time we played it, which led to one of the more iconic moments in the history of the show. I'd say so, honestly. What a, what a day that was, Harry. Uh, happy Father's Day, everyone out there. Obviously, Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Acknowledging that. And we did our fun NFL top 10 most anticipated games. Why don't we zag? Usually we go college football to NFL once we're about two months away from, eh, two and a half months away from that season. Now we'll do NFL to college football. Wow. Talk some SEC. We'll be probably doing a lot of SEC talk before the season starts. Yeah, yeah. But today, where, where do you want to start, David? We're talking about I the don't SEC. know where I want to start. I, I'm I like think there's a lot of, of storylines. I'm going through... Like my schedule predictor, which is a great website to just go through, and obviously I'm nothing finalized here, but I Mizzou ten and two guys. I do not have that. Get your tickets to like, Atlanta. I have like seven, five, eight, and four, which I think is going to be pretty accurate. I really do think that. Um, but a team that I'm super high on, Harry, the team that we're kind of both super high on, I believe that we've talked about this team a lot, is the one and only LSU Tigers. Yeah, big LSU guys this year. I'll, I'll give everyone a. I'll throw everyone a bone right now. LSU is a two and a half point favorite against Florida <laughs> State week one. Bet that. <laughs> I'm just going to give the facts out and then you let you assume what side to take. Florida State is bringing back almost most of their starters from last year. They didn't have anyone in recruiting class. They had one of the mm-hmm. worst recruiting classes among you know, power teams. They had a five star number one best player in the country. They decided to go to Jackson State instead. So take that for what it's worth. They return a below average quarterback in Jordan Travis. They, don't, they didn't add much to the transfer portal. They return a very mediocre coach in Mike Norvell. 
And yeah, now they're playing a road game, essentially, week one. Neutral site in quotation marks. They're playing at the Superdome. I'll let you take your prediction of who has more fans between Florida State and LSU. LSU, <laughs> who just added a top six coach in the sport in Brian Kelly. And, you know, a quarterback who, the last time he played with two NFL wide receivers, people were ready to call him the first overall pick in the draft. In Jaden Daniels, he was playing with guys like Brandon Ayuk and Frank Darby mm-hmm. uh, at Arizona State. Now he's playing with the second-best wide receiver in the country in Kayshawn Boutte, maybe Jordan Addison. They're, those are yeah. two and three very – take your pick. I'll take Boutte because I think he's a little more size uh, over Addison. Um, this is the most talented team Jaden Daniels is ever going to have played with, and they're playing a weak Florida State team who, if I'm not mistaken, lost week one to Notre Dame last year, then followed up the next week and lost to Jacksonville State. And they're only a two and a half point underdog to LSU in Week One, so I'll I'll let you take that information for what it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I do like LSU a ton this year. I think they have ten win potential. I currently have them around that ten, maybe even eleven win. Mark. I'm gonna have them at ten and two. I have them at ten and two, eleven and one. I'm kind of debating on a couple of games here where they play. Um, People, you know, are clowning on Brian Kelly just because it's Brian Kelly and the yeah, fake, the fake southern accent and the weird dancing videos, but like. He's a good football coach. You know, he knows how to coach a football team. And I, I do think his first test is going to come uh, not, not in week one against Florida State. But I do think he, they start the year pretty close to undefeated to, into the Alabama game. I mean, I think it totally started 8-0 before going up against Alabama. My two losses for them are Florida and Alabama. Do they lose to Florida? Game, for some reason, they always lose at Florida. Like game, like that, that's a team they play every year. That's their other mm-hmm. division rival. They will play every year. They play yeah. ten, They have a tough – they play Tennessee – but that game's at home at Baton Rouge night game. I'll, I'll give you the Tigers in that one. But yeah. I, I, for some reason, I think they're going to lose to Florida. I don't. I don't think Florida's that great this no, year. No, neither do I. But, but it's for some yeah, reason, I get you. They always lose at Florida. There's just some games you got to pick. Like the um, Joe Burrow team lost at Florida. The, the first Joe Burrow team lost at Florida. Yeah. And that Florida team was like fine. Yeah. I mean, then of course you had the, the shoe throwing accident, correct? No, that was Florida versus LSU. Yeah, that was. So, so LSU won Florida. Yeah, it, for the home team. No, that game was in. Um, it was in Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge. Oh, my bad. The the the, the, the fog. Last year, I may have also. I don't know. For some reason, like the scheduling got kind of messed up. They play like every like two. They they play two years at home. It's mm-hmm. there's a hurricane one year that threw it all, the whole schedule. I off. think the SEC overall, though, I think is uh, overall. I think I think a top heavy conference. I have let me see here 11, 11 teams getting bowl eligible. That was what was it? I think it was around there last year. It was Twelve. Who are the ones you don't? So eleven. I, so Vandy, you have no I have Vandy, Vandy going two, two and ten. No South Carolina. South Carolina is going four and eight. I don't like South Carolina. People like South Carolina, and I, I personally just don't see it. I, I don't think their team has been good for the past couple of years. I don't think one. No, Spencer Rattler. Spencer, Spencer Rattler saving they, them. They were good at the end of last year. I mean, a team that I'm really not believing in, which I think is going to be kind of the, the, the beginning of the end for uh, for a certain coach that was hired a few years ago, Mississippi State. I don't think Mississippi State's that good, man. I have to see the schedule. They lose. They're going to lose a lot of like close games, but I you said like we know what we're getting with Will Rogers, and it, at what is it at best seven six six seven wins? Yeah, it, their their ceiling is like seven. Like they're they're going to score points obviously because look their non con. They play Memphis week one. Like they go to Arizona. I don't love that. LSU early. Bowling Green. Arkansas. This this team will go five. I could see them going five and seven. I'm going for it. They play Georgia. That, that's obviously not good. Georgia and Kentucky are their two SEC East opponents. Which who do they who do they beat in who do, who are they going to beat in the SEC? It's a good question. No, Texas A&M. They're they're going to win that game. Why? So that that's like this is like way too early. Texas A&M plays Alabama on October eighth. Everyone is already hyping up that game. 
that game is because Texas A&M obviously beat them last year. There's a lot of reasons, but the, yeah. The Jimbo Saban beef about the NIL, that whatever they're not talking or whatnot, the drama that they want to make. They play that game October 8th. going to be an amazing game. Everyone's going to hype that up. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M's got to win a game at Mississippi State the week before. Oh, my God, yeah. And that is right. like such a trap game for them. That like, is I can so game. see Texas A&M losing that game just because I don't think they're that good of a program. They're good programs, don't get me wrong, but they're not like... They're not I, like I, I'm uh, not putting them in the... They still fall trap. They still fall to like... They're arm's length behind the Bamas of the world and the Georges and the Notre mm-hmm. Dames. And the they're not in that yeah. group. They, they, don't they, don't, they, they still lose in traffic. Jimbo games. Fisher <laughs> has one like nine win season or one ten win season as the coach at Texas A&M, and it was the COVID year. That was the only year they won like nine games. Yeah, like you know he has not won double digit games since going to Texas A&M. No, I meant A&M that year it was great. Yeah, they, I, they, were, they were okay last year. Yeah, they won. almost lost to Colorado. <laughs> they weren't that good last year. Let's just let's not like use this. They lost. You're right. They lost to Mississippi State last year. <laughs> they did, and the Bama game is kind of covers that up. So you're right about they that. They lose to Bama. They were, they were a seven and five team. That's yeah, probably got a similar bowl game that what Mizzou played. They, I, they I don't still, even know a bowl they game. Still Texas don't have a quarterback. Yeah, it's uh, that's Calzada. Calzada transferred to Auburn. It's uh, Hudson. Is that a name? Hudson Card. No, that guy's at Auburn. That guy's at Texas. Okay. Uh, I forget who their quarterback is. I'm mad. I guess I wrote it down. Texas, a. Um, where's the where's the and key? Football. There you go. It's Haynes King. Haynes King. That's the guy. He's not that good. No, he's not. You're right. Uh, they, I like. The, they have a good receiver in Anaya Smith. They have, they have a, running a back very good well. running back in uh, Devin Kane. One of the best running backs in the SEC. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what else? What other teams are you looking at? I think Texas is eight and eight and fourteen, same as last year. Where they're going to lose to Miami week three. Where do I have? They are going to lose to Miami week three. I agree with you there. Um, I have a little lower, Harry. Come at six and six. Come at six Texas and six. six and six. Come at six and six. Obviously, this is not finalized, so don't don't get too triggered here. I'll run through their schedule. Yeah, let's do it. Week one, probably away. I don't even know who they play. I just did the predictor. Though, it's a I cupcake. Know. It's uh, Sam Houston State next. So one and zero. App State week two. Two and zero. Miami week three. Two and one. Miami's. I, I have a loss there also. Miami is a better quarterback. Better. better I'll team. say it right now. Mario better, Cristobal better. is a better coach yeah. than Jimbo Fisher. I completely agree, Harry. Completely. Uh, agree. Better overall team. I don't care. Night game at Kyle Field. Mm-hmm. Look, Texas A&M loses to bad teams all the time. Uh, Next week they play Arkansas. I think Arkansas wins that game. That's the game in Dallas. Who won that? Arkansas, Arkansas killed, killed them last killed them year. Last year. Oh, that's that's tricky. I'll go. I'll go Arkansas. I'll go Texas A&M in that game. You like Arkansas this year, correct? Not as much as my co-host Jonathan Litskin. Okay. He is. He thinks they're like the top five team in the country. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not on that train with him. I have them going to Starkville and winning. I have them losing that game in Starkville. So we just flip that then, because so I have, I have the, a three and two. So do I. Bama, um, the that Bama's going to kill them. Bama's will be a 17 point favorite in that game, and well, they were there last year also. Yeah, they didn't three play, and three. They don't play week seven. They go to South Carolina. They win that game. I have them beating South Carolina. Four and three. Host Ole Miss. I have them winning that game. So do I. I have Ole Miss. Five and three. Mm-hmm. Host Florida. They win that game. Um, I have them losing to Florida. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, they, that can go either way. Both yeah, I that Dan game, both that game and well, Billy Napier. Let me go on. I think, I think Mullen was underrated as a coach. He I was, think many he, people like that. Mullen wasn't I the reason for their issues. Their issues um, weren't, weren't a Dan Mullen thing. So A&M hosts Florida week before. Those two games are flip. In my opinion. Like week eight. Sorry, not week eight. Week nine, 
when they play Ole Miss, they could lose Ole Miss at home as well. Yeah, I have them. What, they could lose one of those games. So I have them at three losses right now. Got about four. So they're they're five and three going into the Auburn game. Or sorry, I have them six and three in the Auburn game. I think they lose that game to Auburn. I think they lose to Auburn too. And then you go to they beat UMass. Seven, they beat UMass, of course. And then they lose four. LSU. Yeah, I could see them going seven and five. Overrated team. I don't care. They're going to be good. In a, so they had like the best recruiting class, whatever, this year. But those guys are true freshmen. They're not going to yeah, play as much. Play. It's not a very talented team. They're, they're talented, but like they're not overrated like, talent. I, th- I, I completely agree. What other team do you want to talk about? I want to go to a... Uh, excuse me. You want to do Mizzou? I mean, yeah. We can talk about Mizzou. Right. right now, I, like I said, 7-5, 8-4 range. Um that, this is where I'm going to disagree with that, unfortunately. You bad? Like, they won six games last year, and, they, and they lost their best player by a wide margin, and they still don't have a quarterback. I think they upgraded a quarterback. You think Brady Cook is better than Connor Baselak? I think Connor Baselak was absolutely terrible last year. I think he, I thought he had his moments. I but there were some your, games that he, he had his moments, good. but I thought he was for the most part like bad last year. So let me ask you this: What games does Brady Cook win last year that Connor Bazelak didn't? Are there any games that get flipped? Because are you going to say Kentucky or Boston College? Because I would heavily They're disagree. Close. With both. They're closer. I mean, because I thought he was good in both of those games until the Bazelak was very good in those both both those games. Um, I don't necessarily think there's an individual game. I don't. I'm not going to say there's one game that changes because of just one position flip. I'm just saying, like for instance, when they played a And M, that game was over after the first quarter because of Baselex interceptions. Baselex threw legitimately yeah, twenty-one nothing. Legitimately first. one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Like two of the like, two of like the single worst picks I've ever seen. Like, I don't know. I think he's he was seeing ghosts. He was seeing Darnold, right? So I think that when you get to Looking at just moving one quarterback, moving pieces, you can't just say like you know you, you insert Brady Cook in that game. It's different because Brady Cook's obviously much improved from last year, and the teams are completely changed. You know what I mean? I think Mizzou does beat Kentucky this year at home. I could see that. There, it's a rivalry. Both teams get up for that game more than anything. Um, I hope it's a I hope it's a night game here in, in Faro. Well, no, two weeks before. Huh? Well, no, two weeks it's before. True. Mizzou depth chart right now. So Brady Cook. He's listed as a starting quarterback. I would be shocked if he is not the guy. Uh, honestly, yeah. At this point, I, I do think that he'll be. Obviously, Luther Burden is the, the big fish they caught in the recruiting. Which he could he could come out of the seat and just be amazing. I like the receiver room. I, I like Burden. I like Dove. Uh, Dominic Lovett's all right. Barrett Bannister is back for like a your sixth guy. year. I like your that. Guy. Look, the Barrett Bannister, everyone needs a Barrett Bannister on their team. It's true. Uh, offensive line is mostly retained. Outside of uh, Michael Magnetti, who is uh, in the NFL now. Tyler Stevens transferred tight end from Buffalo. But Tyler Beatty made up, what, 65 70% of the offense last year. Mm-hmm. They're going to yeah. have to, to scheme the offense yeah. a little differently. Nathaniel P. to transfer from uh, Stanford. He's, he's a Rockbridge player. That's but the one thing that scares me and why I might not pick this team to be where they are is, is because of the fact that, you know, they, they do lose one of the best running backs in the country last year. Yeah, defensively, they retain a lot, but I'm not sure that's a good thing. <laughs> They lose to Caleb Evans. Yep, they still have that Trajan Jeffcoat. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the secondary is remaining the same. Chris Abrams drain. Ennis Rakestraw is coming back from his injury. Martez Manuel. Uh, Jalen Carley's uh, mostly retained secondary, which is good. But the front seven is still going to have its issues. Isaiah McGuire, the defensive end, still there. Uh, Trajan Jeffcoat. Where is um, Devin Nicholson? <laughs> He's not there? 
I'm looking for a. Um, there's not on this website, but they just got the. Um, his name just left my head. The five star from Boonville. Um, DJ Westlock. Yes, he is going to play. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's a very good player. Uh, it's going through the schedule. Where are we? I think a lot of Mizzou's issues last year did like people like continue. Well, the run defense sucked. Like, yeah, I mean the run defense was really bad last year, and I don't think it'll be that bad again. You know, I really don't think so. And maybe it will be, and if it is at the case, it'll then, look then bad. At, it'll look bad at times. I'll say when they play a running back like Deuce Vaughn, it'll look bad. When they play when they play Chris Rodriguez, whoever the running back for yeah Florida is like. They're not going for, let's go through the schedule. Week, Week one, one, win. They're playing. David Campbell will be on the call for that game. David Campbell will be on the call for Louisiana Tech on a Thursday night, me and Adam Busek. Week two, so it's K-State. And here's what I'll say. This is the Jonathan Linskin method, and I hate this method, but I'm, I'm going to fall into it. Week two, they go to K-State. Week four, they go to Auburn. They'll win one of those games. They'll lose one. You know where Jonathan Linskin got that method from? You? Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, just, I, I always see Liddy use it. I'll pick Kansas State into that one. That's fine. I don't think Auburn's very good. I think they're not very well coached. I, their quarterback, whoever it is, is a little better than Brady Cook, but it's not significant. Yeah. That, week three, parents weekend, I'll be producing the game, but you won't you'll hear my voice in the pregame and the postgame. That'll be fun. Halftime. Christian. Um, you should come in for that game, Harry. I don't know. You know, you going to go to that game? Who are you going to go with? Uh, well, I'll be sitting on my couch watching what if Michigan Cole's UConn. Will be in the town? <laughs> Michigan UConn. <laughs> week four, Auburn, like I said, split. They'll lose to Georgia. They're obviously going to lose to Georgia. Two and three. I think they lose. I, actually, I can't predict that game. I'm calling it. Florida's a close one. That's nice. Florida's uh, a close I'm one. I'm picking Florida. Florida's close. They beat Florida last year. Florida's not very good. You said it yourself. It's not that they're not very good. They do have a better quarterback, I think, than... I think that's one. That's going to be an emotional game. That's going to be homecoming for Florida. It's true. Uh, that that's it a tough. Be a, it could be a night game. That's a tough place. No, it's not. Look at this. Guy, look at the schedule for that week. That's a, that's a new <laughs> SEC network getting all over it. <laughs> that's that that slate in whatever week that is was one of the great college fall slates I've ever seen in a regular season. Which oh, I'm, it was with a big. Cat I'm happy about. that uh, that game gets out of the way at noon because we'll have the rest of the day to sit down and watch college football. Because that's definitely what John Flint's going to do for that weekend. <laughs> uh, that seems like a game that Florida's going to win. Maybe. That's two and so that's three and three, home Vandy. That's a win. Yeah, obviously it's a win. Um, Vandy, you know, that's four and three um, at South Carolina. That's a win. Don't even start I, with me right I, now. I have that one. I do. Okay. I, I have Kentucky winning the game back here though. I don't. I don't. I think we beat Kentucky at home. We did it a couple years ago, um, and like Kentucky is. Don't be wrong. They still have Levis, and they still got Chris Rodriguez, and those the two of them could carry that team to a handful of wins. But you lose Wandale, you lose Canard um, on the O line. You know, I just don't love how they replaced this team. Replacing, I will say this though, got a great coaching staff. I do think Levis is really good. Their defensive coordinator. I have to find the article that I wrote. Uh, his name is. Brad White, he's going to be a, a head coach soon. He's good. He was promoted uh, as a defense assistant a couple years ago. Other uh, defense has been a top 20 defense the last like three years. Gotcha. Uh, he, I like him a lot. I, I'm going, I, I, I lean Kentucky, and that would put Mizzou at five and four. They'll lose Tennessee five and five, beat New Mexico State six and yep. five, lose Arkansas six and six. That's fair. I think it'll be a similar season to last year. That's fair, you know. Which would be three consecutive 500 seasons for Drinkwitz. His first three years, so we've been five and five, six and, and seven. You know, according to Liddy, like this is the year that 
Uh, you're supposed to win seven, eight games. You know, last year was you were supposed to go six and six. This year you're supposed to win seven, eight games. So I don't know. I mean, like, look, he brings in talent. He loves to recruit. And you know, I've never been the, the biggest pro Drinkwitz fan either. I really haven't. But I just think Mizzou is going to take take a take their chances this year. What's a, a breakout player you possibly think on this team that could have for Mizzou a, a strong season? You know, you got to look at the running back room and think someone's going to break out there. Yeah. Whether it's Pete, whether it's you know, um, what is that dude's name? Oh Cody my God. Schrader. It's no, it's not Schrader. It's he's the transfer from Truman State. I think he's going to end up being the starter. Taj Butts. <laughs> Is he still there? Schrader's the guy from Truman State. I think will be the starter. No, Schrader's. I know. I know. Schrader's solid. He's, he's a small um, guy. He's only I think five foot nine, two. Elijah Young was the guy. Uh, he's yeah, not gonna. He's, he's not great. He's slow, unfortunately. Um, not obviously not like slow. Like this. Like you're looking at the secondary. You know, and, and there's a lot of guys who started last year to come back. Whether it's Martez, Ray Manuel, a good player. Chris Abrams, Drain, Ray Straws now in a sophomore year, Richard sophomore. Um, I think I got a handful of guys there. The D line's got some guys too. If you're looking at someone, it's hard to pick up breakout player on on, on defense because a lot of them, a lot, a, lot, a lot of them are returning players. So I, I just you can't like not look past that running back room and think there's still, there's gonna be someone like who's gonna get touched. You have you, you have, have to. to pick. Someone's got to do something there. Even though I don't think Nathaniel Pete's very good. Drinkwitz has to hit the, the running back. He's got to have a, a Ohio State it's just a type scheme of recruit. It's just a scheme it right. And I don't like Drinkwitz's scheme. You know this. I it's a lot of east and it's a lot of east and west, not a lot of north and south, as in football terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't think it works. And another position they have to replace is um, tight end. They got this tight end from Buffalo. Apparently, he's like Tyler right. Stevens. And yeah, no one knows or if he's good Kim or not. Shep Yator. That's a name right there. How about uh, Ryan Horstcamp? Jesus, tight end room is a mouthful. <laughs> Let, let's do two more teams and we'll wrap it up. Let's do, let's do Bama. Bama Ge- want to do Bama, right. Georgia? And we'll sure. Wrap it up. I had Georgia at one loss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We didn't even talk about Tennessee. Ooh, Tennessee's fun. Tennessee is going to might win the fucking. No, they're not. They won't. Might win the freaking. No, they're not, they're not Georgia good, but they're, they're going to go. They're, not, they're dude, winning nine games next year. The only reason I don't think they're going to win the SEC East is because they, to they to go to Georgia. George, they gave they gave Georgia a test in the first half last year. Mm-hmm. They that team is I I like Hypo a lot and they scheme they run there where this it's basically like seven seconds or less they just get to the line and snap the ball that game against Purdue was awesome that bowl game they kind of got screwed by a call they have insane running back room they have a couple of good receivers Hendon Hooker I think is a Heisman dark horse the defense returns a lot. They, that's a team that's going to score a lot of points next year and be a lot of fun. I'm not going to go through the schedule. Oh, okay, fine. I'll go through the schedule. <laughs> I just didn't have it pulled up. I know they have. They go to Pitt, and I think they win that game. So week one, they play uh, Ball State. I'll, I'll give them the, the nod there. I think they go to Pitt and win. They play Akron. That's, that's a win, three and zero. Florida at home, four and zero. Go to LSU, lose that four and one. Yeah. Host Bama, four and two. UT Martin win five and two. Kentucky win six and two. Georgia lost six and three. Missouri win seven three. South Carolina win eight and three. Vandy win nine and three. I'm confident that those will be the results. Tennessee. They three. lose to LSU. They lose to Georgia. They lose to Alabama. Sorry, I have, I have a mm, nine and three. That they'll play in the, the, the Citrus Bowl with that. That's a that's a great season for them. In year two for they'll play Minnesota the Citrus Bowl. Over under combined win combined losses between Bama and Georgia. How many games? One and a half. Well, they lose two games combined. 
No, I think Georgia loses once, Bama's won't lose a game this year. I, I would agree with that. I, I, think don't, Georgia, I don't know who Georgia's going to Georgia lose loses at Kentucky. There, there's going to be a slip up in there. I don't think Georgia goes undefeated. No. I will say that. Georgia will not go undefeated. They're not good enough. As what, like, what, they could lose was, Tennessee at what home. What you and Jonathan Litzkin said. They could lose to Tennessee at home. They, have, they still have a very good offense. Defenses, they're losing guys, but a lot of these guys play as backups. I, I don't think they have a very good offense. They lost, lost pickets, but obviously he didn't play a lot last they year. They have a lot of good receivers. Lose the running backs, which is huge. But they have, it's not like McIntosh and Milton didn't play a lot last year. They did. They did. But Zeus, I mean, I Zeus think and is James Cook. One of the six best quarterbacks so in the conference. But George George's replaced running backs for a decade. Bennett is underrated, man. People saw the same thing when Todd Gurley left and when Sony Michelle and uh, Nick Chubb walked out the door and DeAndre Swift. Like, they keep <laughs> they, replacing these guys. They, they, like, have, they have a – it, it, it is RBU kind of. The, Georgia. Um, they're RBU in my mind. Yeah, I think they're RBU. And then, Ohio State, wide receiver you. Over LSU? Yeah. Over Bama? Bama. Julio, Mark Cooper, Devontae, Jalen Waddle, Judy, LSU, JJ, Jamar. Ohio State the last two couple of years. Two of the five best in the league. Garrett Wilson, Olave, Michael Thomas. Uh, there's some other guys. I can, maybe they're not. They're up there. Uh, Bama is so good. They have, I think, two of the the two best, mm, two of the three best players in the sport, yeah. and Will Anderson and Bryce Young. And then there's Jackson Smith and Jigba, which is a different story. <laughs> Who's better, Jackson Smith and Jigba or CJ Stroud? I know it's tough. Who's gonna have position. a better NFL career, Jackson Smith and Jigba? Who's gonna have a better season this year, Jackson Smith? And, I mean, like they're both reliant on each other. Yeah, they are. Do you think Jackson Smith and Jigba dominates with um, whoever Ohio State's backup is? And do you think CJ Stroud dominates with the rest of Ohio State's receivers? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think they both. You think they both do? I think you could put Jackson Smith and Jigba on any college football team in the country, except for like ones, except for like Army. <laughs> I think he would be like still like the best Bama, receiver in the sport. Bama. Not Bama. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. no. Um, Wisconsin. Uh, uh, Iowa. Uh, Spencer uh, Petrus. Petrus. No, dude, Petrus would drive him out of town. <laughs> Pet, I think Smith and Jigba. I don't know if he, if he could beat out Chris Hopkins and Bell for a receiving spot at Minnesota. Man. Yeah, I, I don't you, know if he could. You guys, would, you guys would hate a guy like Jackson. Yeah, yeah. We, it, would, uh, we, it would be a, a, too much of a problem. He's all, my high, all five Heisman pick. 2,000 yards. Book it. Book it. Book it. All three. Um, Bama, well, the Bama added Jermaine Burton from uh, Georgia, who was one of their top receivers. Uh, Jameer Gibbs was a running back from Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. We don't really know if he's that good, but apparently he will be. Uh, they return a lot. Henry, Henry Tuoto, middle linebacker, very good. Will Anderson was fifth in the Heisman voting will last he- year. Will Anderson is – I mean, I, he so got the Heisman this I year. said he had 17 sacks last year and finished fifth in the Heisman. Aiden Hutchinson had 20 and finished second. If he, I think Anderson would have to break Terrell Suggs' record of 24 sacks in Europe to win the Heisman. Especially with how Bryce Young and Stroud are going to play, and Jack Smith and Big and Jigbo, it's yeah. really a four horse race. Is there anyone other than those four? Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah, but I don't think he'll get the wins. I don't think he'll have the market. Ten wins isn't enough. I, are you sure you hit ten wins? Mm-hmm. Miami will go ten too. Okay, I, I hope. hope, so. I, hope so. I like Miami. Um, yeah, no, TVD's up there. I love TVD, too. I can't hate on that. But there's always a quarterback that comes out of nowhere. Like, no one was talking about Joe Burrow in 2019. No, it's about, um, like, Quinn Ewers. That's not true. Shane Palma called it. This is true. Shane Palma in Shout July or August. It was like, Joe Burrow's going to go undefeated in LSU's going to win the national championship. That, that's, I, he said like, that. that is one of the most obscure, like, unbelievable predictions they've ever heard. That's, and, and he literally predicted it. And like, wow. Like, there, there was one thing for me to pick George when the National Like, I look, I picked George to go undefeated when the national or. Yeah. yeah, I picked Georgia to win the national championship mm-hmm. last year, and whatnot. That is like LSU was like number 
11 entering the season, and like they, no one was really picking them to win much. Georgia was like not a popular pick, but like it wasn't crazy. Go, Colin. The LSU Let's one go. was crazy. Someone predict that. But yeah, uh, my SEC championship will probably be on Georgia. But I like Tennessee a lot. Tennessee is one of my breakout teams for next year. Love Tennessee as well. I mean, I think they can compete that against Georgia. I really think they do. I think they lose to Georgia, but I think they go like five and three, maybe six and two in conference. Then Georgia goes like. Josh Hype was fired from. I was at there his last game between Central Florida and BYU, and the fans were chanting "Fire Josh Hype," and they did. And then he goes to Tennessee and was great in year one, and it's going to be even better in year two. Mm-hmm. Now Central Florida's left with Gus Miles on. The guy. That's the guy right there. Yeah, he just lost the starting quarterback to. Oklahoma. Dude, UCF somehow went like this with coaches. Scott Frost. <laughs> look, look what everyone's done after they left. Scott Frost is a joke. Yeah, that's it's kind of bad. He's going to become OC of Central Arkansas next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why Auburn filed Miles on in the first place, but whatever. Let's um, wrap this up. This, is, this has been up. fun. We, we might be back here next week. We, it might be a couple weeks till we're back. Maybe we're talking about some like other news. stuff going on, you know? NBA the, draft. Yeah, that's your show. As that is my show. All right. Everyone have a great week. Enjoy your Father's Day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a great week. This is Start Your Sunday, KCU 88.1.